What do you want? You're locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O' Tires. Just doing it big, you know? Stop by your locally owned Big O' Tires for no credit needed financing. Big O' Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Every day on The Big Show. What? Gordon and what? Jake want to keep you up to date on all the action, all the newsmakers, and all the big opinions on the Zone Sports Network. This is What's Going On on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show. Gordon Monson back in the saddle. I'm Austin Horton in for Jake Scott. Jake, if you've missed it, is out on paternity leave. Congratulations, Gordon. We were uh, we were obviously close to Jake when he had his first daughter, and she was beautiful and is still beautiful and perfect. This next this this latest one though, heartbreaker. She is a heartbreaker. She is beautiful. Oh well, she looks like Naz. She does look a lot like Naz, doesn't she? Actually, uh, Sadie is a is a nice mix of the two, so I imagine that will happen again. She's got uh, Sadie's an amazing kid, and this uh, this new one I'm sure is going to be just as much fun. But Jake on paternity, we don't know for how much longer, and we don't care because he needs to take care of that family. Let's get into a little uh, what's going on. Brought to you today by Zero Res. When when I get the carpets and tile cleaned, it's never just clean; it's Zero Res clean. I won't have it any other way, and neither should you. Just $33 per room cleaned. You deserve the best. You deserve Zero Res. Schedule with Zero Res today. DJ and PK, we had PK stop by in person last hour here at the Dish Pros. But DJ and PK this morning had Matt Harpering uh, join them to talk about the the latest with the Utah Jazz and uh, what teams they should want to avoid in the postseason. Obviously, you being the former player could answer this. The player mindset now with just a handful of games to go, things can change, and they literally are changing from game to game, night to night as far as the seeding. But as a player on this Jazz team, if you were on this team, how much concern or care would you have about, oh, we're on this side of the bracket or that side of the bracket? How much does it matter? Um, you, you know, I, I, they're definitely looking at it every day in the locker room, right? I mean, there's matchups that you would rather stay away from if you could. Um, you know, I think there was just a couple years ago when the Jazz didn't look like they were going to get to Houston in the playoffs, and there was such a slim margin that they were going to get it, and then all of a sudden you get Houston in the playoffs. And that was the matchup that they didn't want. So you can't control it um, in the end and you, you, you got to try to control yourself and that's winning and, and creating the habits that got you to this point. And you kind of got to let it just simmer down on the, on the other side of your brain and say, you know what, whatever happens, happens, we're going to be prepared. And, um, you know, you, you listen to these guys talk and they all say the same thing. Well, if you're going to win it, you have to go through all of them anyways. And that's true. Um, but there is a side that you go in the locker room and you say, oof, we'd rather have this, this matchup than this one or this one. And um, because this, let's face it, the playoffs are about matchups and some teams play well against other teams. It's, it's not about the record as much as uh, who matches well against you and, and vice versa. So, you know, there, there's definitely some looking at it, but I think in the end with, you know, the sprint left of the season, I, I think the jazz are focused on health, getting healthy, uh, obviously mainly Conley and, and Mitchell getting them back to, 
a 100%. And then, you know, then you go from there. So I'm curious which teams you think the Jazz really should want to see and which teams they should not want to see. And it seems like it's really complicated because, although we know Jamal Murray's out, but aside from that, there seem to be a lot of star players who might be injured in the playoffs. I'm not clear how healthy right. LeBron and Kawhi are going to be. Who should the Correct. Jazz want and who should they not want? Well, and that's why you don't try to play it because you don't know because you really, you know, if, if the Lakers don't have LeBron and he's not healthy, well, that's a different Laker team, obviously. Um, you know, Kawhi Leonard being out in the Clippers, if he's not healthy in the playoffs, obviously that's a different Clipper team. So you don't know, and so you, you play it. I mean, right now, a guy like Steph Curry, I mean, he's on fire. I mean, he was terrific last night, and they had a big win over New Orleans. But, um, you know, that could be, if you're the number one seed, that could be your playing game, or that could be your A seed. It could be the seventh seed. You don't know yet. Uh, Portland, you know, they had a bad loss last night uh, when they are trying to get out of the seventh seed. Um, you know, Denver obviously playing well. I think they're nine and two since the injury now, but that, they have an MVP in Jokic. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think you can get carried away with this stuff and looking at it, but in the end, I think the Jazz team, they're, they're built for sustained success in the, in the playoffs. I, I think they have the depth, they have the star power, they've proven it this year. And then you take it and you say, you know, they got to beat us too. So you don't really look at it too much and you look at the, what the Jazz can do. And I'm a firm believer that the Jazz are playing their type of game, whether, you know, they're hitting threes like they did last night, they're moving the ball around, they're playing pressure defense, and they're getting in the, you know, the decision making is happening fast. They are such a tough team to beat. They have so many weapons on this team that uh, even, you know, if one or two guys struggle, there's a lot of people that can pick up the slack. There's Matt Harpering on with DJ and PK this morning. Gordon uh, Harpering there talked about the Jazz. They're focused on being healthy rather than the seeding. And then he said "What you don't know what team you want to draw in the first round necessarily. In years past, we, we knew that teams would want to avoid Houston for sure. We knew teams would want to avoid Golden State for sure. Uh, OKC, but then the Jazz beat them in that year. They were supposed to be this big juggernaut. This time around, though, Gordon, I don't know how you feel about it, but I look at I look across the playoff bracket and the possibilities, and I can't necessarily point to one team that today I think would be a death knell to any other team in the Western Conference. Yeah, it's I agree with that. It's it's kind of uh, sixes all the way around hmm. when you look at the West in particular. Uh, I mean, what would you want? Uh, who would you want? I I don't see anybody there that you would really think. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good matchup. Let's go with that. Maybe Memphis, but they, they're they're yeah. in that play-in situation right now, so that may be cheating it a little bit. But yeah, yeah, yeah I it's going to be it's going to be a tough uh, road to hoe either way, and uh, whatever the Jazz end up with, and you gotta you gotta beat everybody anyway. And from what I've seen from the Jazz this year, it seems like uh, hey, winning in the first round that's not enough. No, that's not enough for this team. No. So they're going to run into a very difficult uh, opponent one way or the other, uh, and they're going to have to fight their way through that, uh, that, that wall that's going to be built in front of them somewhere along the way. Now, I do agree with Matt that there are matchups that somehow uh, that will be more difficult for the Jazz than others, but some of those are cloaked right mm-hmm. now. You know, suddenly, think about last year. People are actually – Glad the Jazz were going to go up against the Nuggets, right? That's seemingly Jake believes the Jazz finagled that to play the Nuggets yes. themselves. Yeah. And then you run into a suddenly hot Jamal Murray, 
and the Joker, and those guys mm. have their way to the point where they can win three straight to beat the Jazz. So, so it's tricky. I mean, even when you look at the Lakers, and Matt talked about this a little bit, I mean, ordinarily, if everyone's healthy on that team, I think that's a, that, that's a team. If you wanted to avoid a team, that's a good one to avoid. But are they going to be healthy? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And are they – are they without if, – if one get, if one guy, LeBron James, is out, but everyone else on the Lakers is healthy and available, are they still good enough to be one of those teams you want to avoid or is it all h- it, hanging on LeBron? Well, see, it gets back to what PK was talking about, what the Jazz have to do. What did he say? You, you, you have to be healthy and you, have to be, and you have to be playing well. Well, I'm okay, so you take a player of like LeBron away from the Lakers – and, and by the way, who was it, uh, Austin? Because I've been thinking about this. Who did that study that said that even if you have great players like a LeBron, if if they don't play, if they miss large chunks of the regular season, then typically they don't play as well hmm. in the postseason. I don't remember familiar. who said it. I'll have to look it up and 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 check it out. But anyway, uh, so <laughs> now now you got this scramble. Like, okay, who is it that you want the Jazz to to face? I think the healthiest way to look at it is bring on whoever so uh, uh another quote from chris mannix yesterday along these lines i was curious whose health impacts their team's title hopes more donovan mitchell or lebron james he went with donovan mitchell he felt that donovan mitchell's health if he's not healthy the jazz title hopes are not as good or are or, or, or taking a big hit i though i think it's lebron i think the jazz are deep enough that even if they, you know, uh, heaven forbid, went through a playoffs without Donovan Mitchell, it's going to be hard. But I think they've got enough guys that they could get past that first round. Yeah, I think I'm going to disagree with Chris on that one. Uh, I, I think LeBron is, when he is completely healthy, he is the most dangerous player in the league. And Donovan obviously is dangerous, but uh, not to LeBron's level. Not after what LeBron has proved he's capable of doing. And Donovan still has a lot to prove. Well, let's hear from Hans and Scotty now, switching from uh, basketball to foosball. Uh, the uh, Brian Fisher, great college and NFL writer, he joined Hans and Scotty earlier today and talked about uh, Zach Wilson and the New York Jets and that whole situation. Brian Fisher joining us right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network with the NFL Draft in the rearview mirror. Um, do you, when you assess the New York jet situation and, and look, you know, obviously it's been a dumpster fire for a while, but, uh, front office additions, new head coach, do you trust the structure that's in place that they could be successful in the, uh, in the, in the near future? Well, I, we, we've been burned so many times before, uh, you know, by this organization that, that is, it, it's almost like, uh, you've got to show us, you, you've got to prove it to, to not only the Jets fans out there, but, but really for the rest of the league. And, and I, I do like, you know, a lot of their pieces. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, Mike LaFleur, uh, the, the offensive coordinator, I think that system, uh, it, it can, can work really well with, with the roster that the Jets are starting to assemble. Um, you know, a big fan of, of Joe Douglas. I think he's done a phenomenal job really trying to remake this roster. Uh, almost on the fly, and, and yeah, it's taken a lot of draft capital, taken uh, certainly some big, big free agency splashes. But um, you know, I, I think he's added a, a ton of talent. You know, this is not the the uh, team that was in that contention for the number one pick uh, for, for for so long. You know, this, this is a, a much improved roster, and I think 
you know, it really is all going to kind of come down to how patient are they going to be with, with Zach Wilson? Um, you know, I think there's, there's really not any quarterbacks, you know, kind of on the roster, you know, that, that uh, can kind of take that starting spot from him. I think from week one, I think he's going to be thrown to the fire and, and it's all going to be about his development. He, he's going to have some rough moments certainly early on, but um, you know, as he gets used to the speed of the, the NFL game, um, you know, we've seen his explosive playmaking ability, how he can get down the field. And, um, you know, it's all about playing within that system. And at the end of the day, can, can the Jets really kind of get over those hurdles and, and, and prove that they can become a winning franchise again? Uh, I'm going to be a little bit reserved in, in saying that they can, but yeah, at the end of the day, they, they are taking the right steps. Um, you know, I think from, from, from ownership on down to really get things back on track uh, there in the Big Apple. Brian, I, I hesitate to put you on the spot with this question, but I, it's it's so interesting to me watching their hire of Coach Sala, the defensive coordinator from the 49ers. In your experience in watching NFL coaches come from the defensive coordinating um, call to then a head coach for the first time as a head coach, is how much success do you see in those situations and those probably limited situations in the first three years of that? Yeah, I, I think it's, it's obviously all, you know kind of all over the map. What, what I do like about the situation in, in New York with Robert Salas is he, he brought some guys from the 49ers that he knows and he trusts. And so I think having that good working relationship, um, you know, really with especially with, with Mike LaFleur, the, the OC, to, to really trust him you know, to kind of install that offense, the, the Shanahan system. Yeah. Um, you know, there's going to be some growing pains. I mean, I, I don't think anybody, you know, expects Michael, Michael Florida, you know, call plays like how Shanahan does, but, um, you know, to kind of trust that system to, to lean into what, um, you know, those guys can do well. Um, I, I think it's big for a head coach because it is so different from, from being a coordinator where you're only meeting the media, maybe, maybe once every couple of weeks, um, you know, or, or once a week, you know, you're, you're, you're the head coach, you're, you're setting the tone for that organization. So it, it is a big change, but, um, you know, I think at the end of the day, for for Robert Sala, for the Jets overall, um, you know, they've got a guy that is going to change the culture there, um, and, and that is really kind of the biggest thing that I think they were they were looking for as they were going through that process is somebody that can set the tone. Um, you know. Every, every game, certainly, but, but really from a daily perspective. And uh, I think he's a guy that, um, you know, when, when you talk about folks around the league, uh, you know, they buy into him kind of helping change that culture. And, um, you know, that, that's a big one, uh, given all the losing that has occurred there in New York uh, these past couple of years. Brian Fisher there, Gordon. We haven't heard from – we've heard from everybody and their uh, next-door neighbor about the Zach Wilson New York Jets fit. We haven't heard from you, though. How unfortunate. And we talked about leading up to the draft with you, but now that it's actually official, is this as bad as it's always made up to be, that it's okay, the Jets? so I'm not a fan of the Jets, and so I don't feel the deep disappointment that some other people who are <laughs> Jets fans or those who cover the team and have uh, certain leanings. So I, I, I guess I think that based on what I have saw out of their draft maneuverings, and the the hires they have that they the new hires that they have a better chance than what a lot of people think they do. I understand the pessimism. Look, uh, like he was talking about there, you know, prove it to us, prove it to us first before we believe or whatever. But they seem to be making some nice uh, nice uh, moves, and I I don't think it's uh, and, and I heard what Scotty and Hans were talking about afterward. Hans was saying how he was hoping, uh, hoping, and hoping that the Jets somehow would would not pick Zach Wilson. Uh, well, maybe Zach Wilson will be part of the solution. 
Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know that, and it's tough as a rookie. I get that because there's no other quarterback there right now that's going to take that job away from him unless he just goes in and totally disappoints. Yeah. I, I think he's going to be the starter. I'd be su- surprised if he isn't. And so, yeah, they're they're building the offensive line out. They're making some nice moves, and they're they're trying to build for the future. They're essentially giving Zach Wilson what they didn't give Sam Darnold. I mean, they did a little bit here and there, but not like this. Well, Darnold wasn't Joe Douglas, the GM's pick. Right. He certainly wasn't Robert uh, Salah's pick, who's going to start his first year with the Jets. It reminds me a little, Gordon, of that turnover from Kevin O'Connor to Dennis Lindsay, and then Dennis Lindsay turning it from Corbin to Snyder. We're kind of in that area right here with the Jets, where the GM and the head coach are going to start out together, then start building their picks – the only question that remains for me is, in the most impatient market in sports, can they be patient enough to give Zach enough tools around him to be successful? Well, uh, <laughs> well, 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 the fans. That's what as, I mean. As well, well I, okay, but also the media yeah. gets involved in that as well. Uh, why would you – I mean, they went through the Darnold thing, and I get that. But why would the new guys bring in Zach Wilson and, and not do that? That just yeah. seems counterproductive in so many ways. And it, it, like I said, the, the people who are involved now, they, they seem to understand that. And it's not going to turn on a dime overnight. This is going to be one of those situations where you go worst to first. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Zach's going to have to play well. He's going to be under a whole lot of pressure. And it, 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 uh, it behooves the Jets a whole lot to do everything they can to uh, build a situation there right down to, to, to play calling, to give Zach the plays that he can succeed with. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and not just build the personnel around it, which they're trying to do as well, but then build it slowly, bit by bit, in a, in a, in a concise, just sort of uh, planned out way. And will the Jets do that? Well, I, I don't know, but it would be pretty stupid if they didn't. Yeah, and this, this is dramatic speech what I'm about to say, but I think it, it rings true. Robert uh, Saleh and uh, or Sally, or I can't say his name, and Joe Douglas, they shouldn't have to pay for the sins of the previous GMs and coaches there. But all I can keep thinking of is Mark Sanchez took that squad, that franchise, to back-to-back AFC title appearances, and then was never to be heard of again. He didn't live out his rookie. He lived out his four-year rookie contract. Two of those four years, he took him to the AFC title game, and then he was gone. I, I know the butt fumble and all that, but it's an organization that historically in the last 20 years has not given the guys that they think is going to be the guy enough time or tools to be the guy that they want him to be. Again, these are new guys in, in uh, the GM and the coach. Can they and will they do it differently? You hope they will for Zach's sake. Yeah, I, I, re- I researched the, uh, the Jets and uh, I, I, our history, and it is not a pretty picture. Mm-hmm. I mean – Call it the curse of Joe Willie Namath, whatever. <laughs> but they just, since that time, they have not been anywhere close to what people thought they might build into. So many losing seasons, uh, very little success in the postseason. It's just gone on and on, even though the generations have changed. So <laughs> at what point is the tipping point? At what point do you make something better? I, 
I don't know, but it seems like the people they have in place now are fairly capable people. And there are there are some pretty harsh critics out there who believe that these guys will make a difference. I mean, it can't be a curse. Do you believe in curses? I do. You've <laughs> met me, correct? You don't believe I'm cursed, Gordon? You think? Do you not believe that I'm somehow cursed, no. that I'm somehow marked? No. But you don't? No. I just deserve everything that comes my way I then, huh? I didn't say deserve. <laughs> deserve got, got nothing, nothing to do with it. Yeah, there it is. I'm just saying it happens sometimes, but I don't think you're cursed. No, Gordon, you best start believing in ghost stories because you're in one. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> oh, Barbosa. Anyway, yeah, we'll see. we're will going to find out. And uh, if they are cursed, then obviously Zach Wilson is uh, in a bit of trouble. Or he's the uh, talisman talisman that can break the curse. That's what, we, uh, what we're hoping so, for there. So the advantage there for Zach is he could end up a hero in New York City. You hope you hope that's the case. Whether you're a Utah BYU Utah State fan, you hope you, you have to hope for success for a guy like Zach Wilson, don't uh, you? And maybe at some point he'll look like he's older than seventeen. Maybe, maybe <laughs> so. Hey, we're live today at the Dish Pros, eighty thirty four South State. We've had a bunch of great listeners come in and grab some jazz gear while we're down here, 8034 South State. And joining us now once again is Ryan from the Dish Pros. Ryan, we've got a whole list of things to hit on, but the number one thing that I want to make sure we talk about is the urgency for people to call right now. 801-424-DISH, they call and sign up today. You're giving them cash. Today is uh, definitely the day. You know, this promotion is – is uh, over the top. It's such an amazing deal, and we're doing uh, some extra stuff. The executives with Dish want us to do something special, so we did a remote uh, last uh, was it two weeks ago, and yeah. we um, and we're doing a remote today, which both of them have the same kind of potential for a customer. So if you missed the last one, this is your chance. Don't wait till tomorrow because it'll go away because you won't be entered in the drawing to win a thousand bucks, which the odds are really good, and you. Uh, can't take advantage of the $100 cash back along with the Google Nest camera and the two-year promotion with Dish and getting the best equipment. Add all that up. What's it come out to? Uh, I mean, you're a smart you're, decision. No, you're essentially yeah, saving I mean, people almost 1000 bucks before anybody wins the 1000 bucks. <laughs> well, I, I mean, how much should I save you on your monthly bill when I switch off DirecTV? Yeah. So, uh, you know, we typically save. Well, look what he's driving. You yeah, know, I don't he's, know that's he's a, driving, driving. It's a good economic cars. decision. Yeah before, that, sure. I, yeah, before that, I was driving a POS. <laughs> now, I think. Those weren't the letters. It was like XPI or something. I don't remember exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but it's a good it, decision. It, it, and that's <laughs> typically we see people save 40, 60, 80 bucks a month. That's the kind of like in that range when people make the switch. So. Uh, if, if they've got an older system, you know, a lot of people just went through a rate increase a couple months ago with their cable and the, or direct TV. And so you're paying more. Um, did you get more? Well, you can get more if you switch the dish and pay less. Plus you get these extras with all those. That makes selling easy, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> yeah. well, the hardest part is getting people to call because typically when people call and they go, okay, well, I'm, what are you paying? You know, when you get these cable bundles, I yeah. always make fun of the bundle. I do the quotations because they're they're getting the bundle, but they're spending like three hundred and seven bucks a month for their their service. Well, that is that's ridiculous. Like you should not pay that much money for TV. I I can't even imagine trying to put together a bill that costs that much for you. If you switched, will save you hundred bucks, one hundred and fifty bucks a month at, at best. So. Um, 
it's it's a good opportunity, better system, less money. And then if people are concerned about, well, I don't want to change internet providers. Well, you can take everything you like about your current provider and add there too with these new options you guys yeah, have. Yeah, and a lot of times we'll have customers, especially on the cable cable side, we've got a solution for you. Keep your existing internet. We can get you taken care of on the TV side. But we do have some new internet options. Um, this uh, 5G world is is real. It's developing. And um, we now finally have uh, solutions for home internet at homes. I can't tell you the provider name because they're not allowing us to say that over the radio. But if you call us up, we can check and see if it's available. I've got it in my house. And I'm doing like uh, anywhere between 120 to 190 down and then 50 up. And wow. it's 60 bucks a month. Wow. So those are know, crazy speeds. And that's, and that's cool. throttled because if they open up 5G, like it's like 1,000, 2,000 speeds. Um, they throttle it because they're still building it. But this is a, it's a neat, neat time. So if you're paying too much and you, or you cut the cord, and you're not watching the jazz games and you're ready to make the switch, call today. Don't wait. Don't, you'll regret it. Call us and let us hook you up. 801-424-DISH. It's 424-DISH. Get the $100 cash back for signing up today. And like Ryan said a moment ago, you'll be entered to win $1,000. But you got to call today. 801-424-DISH. If you're thinking of switching and changing, no better day to do it than right now. 801-424-DISH. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. We'll get more from Ryan later on. More of the Big Show up next. We'll stay on the NFL beat for a moment. Run some drama by Gordon. See what he thinks of it right here on The Zone. What time is it? It's half past the hour and time to talk Utah Jazz. Oh, Donovan! This is your Jazz at 30 update, presented by Syringa Networks. Working from home or with a hybrid workforce? Get a powerful IT partner with Syringa Networks. Call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. Ring the 30-point bell. Utah Jazz got a 110-99 win over the San Antonio Spurs last night at Vivint Arena. They'll take on the Spurs again tomorrow. Bojan Bogdanovic has been doing a lot better of late, especially since uh, it coincides with Donovan Mitchell's uh, injury. He is shooting lights out. He was great again last night. He talked about the importance of getting a good start. In a pick and roll, small, small, small. We didn't allow them to to play and and, and have a matches that they won. We struggled last year against them. They had a they hit a lot of a lot of mid range jumper. We know that is that is their big big strength, and they are one of the best teams in the league shooting mid range jumpers, especially the Rosen and, and and Murray. So so we were we were great contesting contesting those shots, and and whenever they they went by us, Rudy Rudy was there. Boyan and the Jazz will host the Spurs again tomorrow, 6 o'clock pregame, 7 o'clock tip-off here on The Zone. The uh, attendance numbers have been uh, uh, raised, so if you want to get some tickets, they're available. Head to utahjazz.com. Your Jazz at 30 updates are brought to you by Syringa Networks. Check them out at syringanetworks.net. Uh-uh. 
Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. I grind every day just so I can live a better life. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. The Big Show, Total Request Tuesday. This band, Gordon, you like the name of this band. Sex Bob Bomb from the movie uh, Scott Pilgrim. I don't, I don't remember the full name of the movie. It's like Scott Pilgrim versus the world or something. Uh, we're doing fictional bands today. Fictional bands. That's there. Have we played any Pitch Perfect music so Not far? yet, not yet. Eric, I know you uh, requested it. So. Yeah, is that uh, not happening? I wanted to hear from the... Barden Bellas. <laughs> the Garden Bellas and Oh, Barden Bella. That's right. And here comes Treble. Treble Makers? I thought it was Here Comes Treble. No, Is it Treble Makers? Treble oh. Makers. All right. Uh, well, let's talk about, uh, speaking of Treble, before we get into that, SNS Roofing. Uh, you got to visit these guys and, and see what they've got going on. Uh, the uh, Their huge winter and spring sales event is going on now where you can save thousands on a new roof call, pound 250 and say SNS Roofing for your free bid. Trouble in Cheeseland, Gordon. Now I know Ugh. your daughter used to live in Minnesota. She did. And they, they've but, got but a, they are, but they're Packer fans. And that's close. Uh, Minnesota, Green Bay. They're all up in the cold parts of the of the country. Well, they're Ugh. here in Utah now. Now they yeah, that's right. But they used to live in, in Minnesota and they are still Packers fans. Uh, Aaron Rodgers seems to no longer be a fan of the Packers. <laughs> he wants out. I believe personally it w- the, the relationship got rocky when they drafted Jordan Love, but it was salvageable. Then when they gave the game to the field goal kicker rather than keep it in the MVP's hands in the playoffs, at that point I went, this thing's over. And now he's pretty much said as such that he's ready to retire if they won't trade him. Yeah, this is one of those stories that is baffling to me because if you have a quarterback that is of that level who plays the way he played this last year, wouldn't you want to nurse him along? Look, I don't like entitlement. I get that. But I don't care. When you have one of the best in the world at the most important position Mm. in all of football, you cannot allow this situation to happen. Yeah, and, yeah. and I understand, Jordan, I like Jordan Love, a, a, a terrific quarterback at Utah State and whatnot. I, I'm not taking him. I, if it's going, I'm going to check with my quarterback before I make that pick. And I know some people have a real problem with that. But we're talking about Aaron freaking Rodgers here. Yeah. And he, that, that's he, done. He, he is such a talent. You've no. got to find a way. <laughs> that's Aaron Rodgers, by the way. That grunt. Yeah. The Jordan Love thing's done, though. It's, you can't really do anything about that now. But then this comes out the, the night of the – Take the ball out of his hand. You take the ball out of his hand in the playoffs. Then he says this stuff or it comes out on the night of the draft. And instead of, you know, uh, adjusting and massaging the relationship a little bit, you double down as an organization and draft a cornerback. You don't draft any tools to give right. to Aaron Rod- to make him think, okay, maybe they do love me. Maybe they do want me. So what is really happening here? Is this a power struggle? I mean, because it seems like they're smacking him right in the face. Yeah, it, that's and it's it's going to come down to who's more stubborn. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you who's more valuable. He is. <laughs> Even at 38? Yes. Yeah, I'm with you. Look at the way he played this last year. He was the MVP. He's the stinking MVP. And he said something funny. He said, they didn't, the way I played this year, winning the MVP really screwed up their plans and with a little wink or whatever. And But he's right. I think they thought, okay, he's on the way out. we got to make some plans here while still holding on to his twilight years. Yeah. And now it's over. Well, I, I, I understand that quarterback regimes come to an end. Uh, well, we saw that when Aaron Rodgers took over. Yeah. Uh, and he went through that same – the other end of the process. But I, I, I just – these kinds of talents, you have to consult with them. You have to bring them into your, your management team. So what would you do now? Are you going to – uh, are you going to Raja Bell, Aaron Rodgers, and say, fine, you, you want to play somewhere else, that's fine, but we're not trading you. You're just not going to play at all? Or are you going to kowtow and do what he wants? Well, or or what, what would you do? Because if I'm them, I say, well, we kind of messed this up. Let's trade him while we can and get something for him. Yeah, I, well, that's better than just sticking to your guns and just saying, okay, we're, we're going we're gonna to be stubborn and this is a matter of pride. No, your, 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 your sanction is to improve your team and to build a champion. That, that's what your job is. So this whole idea of, well, we're not going to allow Aaron Rodgers to boss us around. Or the MVP. Yeah, I mean, he's, it's, <laughs> the quarterbacks these days are valuable. Well, let me say it this way. Do you think people listen when Tom Brady talks? I think so, yeah. Should they listen when Aaron Rodgers talks? I believe so. They yeah. should. And it seems to me like the Packers too often have turned a deaf ear. It's I think I it's my opinion that it's Brady and Rodgers one two in the league. There's a lot of people that would go with Mahomes. Uh, I think it's Rodgers. I think he's still that good, and I think that he could still have championships brought to a team that he plays for. And the Packers are getting a little too excited about the future when the present is still right yes, here in front of them. I agree with that. I agree with that. Give the man some help. He does. Uh, he, uh, he obviously has some tools. Give him more. And we're not behind scenes. Maybe he is the biggest jerk in the world. And you can't stand him. But you know what is bad for business and bad for sports business? Trading the reigning MVP. Is he a jerk? I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe he calls uh, Matt Lafleur a different name every time he sees. Him. I don't know. Maybe he leaves dead fish in in uh, in the uh, team president's locker. Who knows what he's doing behind the scenes? But he wins games. Yeah, he, 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 he's just he's just great. He, he does have some personal life problems. And, and, and I would uh, I I would do everything I could to hang on to that guy. And the I Packers haven't. And then they were warned about it, you know. He sort of sent them messages, and he and they were unwilling to listen. I don't have all the details. Yeah. I'm not a fly on the wall. I'm not. I can't. I, I I don't know every bit of this story. Yeah. But the parts I do know, it seems like it was so foolhardy on the part of the Packers. When I get the carpets and tile cleaned, it's never just clean. It's zero res clean. And I won't have it any other way, and neither should you. Just $33 per room cleaned. You deserve the best. You deserve Zero Res. Schedule with Zero Res today. Uh, you know who else I need to call, Gordon? I just got a text message from my next-door neighbor that a stray, a stray neighborhood golden retriever just uh, used my yard in two separate spots for a restroom, my front yard. You know what that's going to do? Burn. Ugh, people yeah, are the worst. You're, you're going to have brown spots on your yard now 
did he was it number one or number two? No, according to the word in the text message, it was uh, the latter. <laughs> Ugh, people are the worst. <laughs> well, that might be a landmine. In two separate spots, too. So now, get guess what? I At least it's a retriever, so it, I should be able to see it. It wasn't some little uh, chihuahua or something where I have to use a beach comb to find it in the grass. You can't use that word, see it, on the air like that. <sighs> the what? <laughs> yeah. See it. Mm. So uh, here's the thing. So what was the owner of the dog present when uh, said tragedy happened? I don't think so because he says a stray neighborhood golden retriever. So it's just wandering around the neighborhood. Uh... <laughs> I well, look, least, this well, in, in my world. This is a declaration of war. If you let your dog just wander, and and then that dog uses my property for things that should be only using your property to and he do. Any deposits well, on your like front porch? Gone. Yes. One more gone, yes. but not forgotten, and that's uh, our sweet Daisy or our sweet Lucy. Uh, at the age of twelve, she was run over. Oh, yes. in our driveway. No. Oh, like that? Was she run over like that? You're not going to run over said retriever. No, I'm not. But uh, you know what happens to stray animals? They sometimes get hit by cars. I'm not going to do it. But I'm just saying, if you won't, you wouldn't let your child wander into my yard and just squat. So why are you letting your dog? Well, yeah, but you also wouldn't let let a child just be a stray. Why are you letting the dog be a stray? It's it's a declaration of war. Okay. Our two countries, we'll we'll have a summit. The neighbor, whoever owns this dog, he and I you know will have a is? summit. I have an idea. We'll have a summit. <laughs> we'll meet at the DMZ, and then we'll decide, is this actual war, or are you going to re- make some reparations here? What are the reparations that are required? Stop it. Get Don't oh, so you're come not clean make, it up. You're not and, gonna, okay. Come clean it up and, uh, and uh, make sure it doesn't happen again. It sounds to me like you know exactly who it is. and you're, you're They already, know who it is, too. You're scheming right now. It's going to be ugly. <laughs> what if they, if they refuse, then you're going to? It's war. And you know what goes out the window at, at, during times of war? Rules. So let it be written, so let it be done. <laughs> we'll be back with the Not Sports Report, Gordon Monson's favorite segment. It has been everyone's favorite segment for the last uh, 10 days, and it's about to be only Gordon's favorite right here on The Zone. Jeez. Check this out. And now your Not Sports Report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Seems like everybody's got a prize. I wonder how they sleep at night when the sale comes first and the truth comes second. There you go, Gordon. The Barton Bellas. Is that what it is? Barton Bellas? Yes. Barton Bellas from Pitch Perfect. It's not titanium in the shower, but it's pretty dang good. Well, the, that, those were the Barton Bellas, too, except for she, uh, one of the members, uh, Anna Kendrick, could not yet join the group. Right. Not that I have a movie memorized. The only good thing about these movies is the acapella music. That's oh, the only no, good thing no, about it's these It's a movies. great movie. Uh, 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 great, I uh, might be a little liberal, but <laughs> yeah. it, it's, a, it's a fun it's movie. It's a movie, yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's a fun, look. We've talked about this. It's a guilty pleasure I have, and not because I just like it. I, I think it's, I like, enjoy the movie, and I think that uh-huh. many of our listeners do as well. Why'd you request the Bartimbellas and not the Treble, Here Comes Treble, or Troublemakers? Troublemakers, because I don't care about the Troublemakers. Because they're boys and these are girls. No, yeah. no, uh-huh. no. I just, 
they, they weren't the focus of the If movie. Pitch Perfect was Queen Latifah and <laughs> Kathy Bates singing, you would not like that movie. You don't know that. I 100% would bet on that being being the fact. Hey, it is the Not Sports Report. Gordon with his triumphant return brought to you by LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. Shop online at LHMUsedCars.com. We've had good, fun times on the Not Sports Report over the last few uh, days. Who's been doing it? You're looking at them, baby. (laughs) And it's been a record number have, of downloads. Have, and, and have you sustained the tradition of greatness during this? Clients lining up to sponsor it, and, and uh, everyone's been feeling good and happy and taking a break and having a few laughs, and now we're back to the death report. No, we're not. <laughs> well, no, we're not. Okay, so near-death report. It is sponsored. Yeah, I know, but there's like... People have called and said, "Hey, we want to be sponsoring of the of the station because now. you made it better. Because it's a fun time, yeah. Not kids watching their uh, baby elephant being fed to a tiger at a birthday party. Oh, here we go. It's a real I, story. I did that once. It wasn't an elephant. It, it was, was a, a donkey. donkey being no, eaten I, alive I, by a Bengal tiger. Happy birthday, Javier! <laughs> all right, what what do you got for us? I got today? two things. All right, two. The first one is this. I've seen a lot of things go on, go into auctions before and you, so you can buy them. Well, this one is essentially, I don't know how to put this politely. Oh, no. But apparently you can buy at auction Napoleon's snot rag. Yeah. <laughs> For lack of a, a better word. <laughs> Welcome back. Man, we have. How much is the snot rack going for? I don't know the price on it, but the fact is, it is being it is being auctioned off along with some other items. But this is like the this okay, marks, Eric, this marks right. the 200th anniversary of the death of Napoleon Bonaparte. There's the death, and yeah. uh, so now you can buy his used tanky. If all right, here's the rule: if you buy Napoleon's used tanky. You you uh, get uh, one free punch from everybody that wants one. <laughs> we all get to just punch you in the face once. All right, what's your other one? The other one is this, and this is a local story. This is uh, sort of, uh, I don't know, it just caught my attention. Did you hear about the, the Utah County woman who was found uh, camping in a tent after being missing after miss, being gone for five months? I heard a little bit about this. They thought she was feared to be dead yes, wasn't it yes, she was gone she disappeared last november and they nobody knew where she was and they had looked for her and not been able to find they found her car and they found some belongings but turns out that they sent out some drones or something and one of the drones crashed and so then they went looking for the crashed drone and they found her and she was just fine a 47 year old woman i don't know if she's fine she's been Eating, living off the land. What I, parts of the land, dare I, I ask? I don't Not know. Napoleon's hanky, I hope. No, no, just uh, various, whatever. I don't know. Someone said she was eating moss or something. Is that true? Well, there's worse you grass? could eat, I suppose. Let's see. She relied on grass and moss for a diet. In the winter? Wow. Interesting. And she just wants to be there, huh? I, I, uh, she wasn't like, I, oh, thank you, you found me. <laughs> She was like, "Oh, hey, you you camping too? <laughs> I've got up, some moss on the fire if you want." It was up Diamond Fork Canyon. Here, oh, yeah, uh, that can, 
I, 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 Have you I, been I up Diamond Fork? It's not, a beautiful not, spot. Not in knowing that I've been up there. I mean, I may have been up there. No, I, I Ryan, think you, you would ever know. been up there? No? Let's turn Ryan on there. I, I, I have not. I, I heard the same story. I, I don't – I mean, she's – is she okay? But is she okay? Yeah, I don't know. Oh. I I don't know the details, but uh, and the, she's all it says she's a forty-seven-year-old woman, uh, and this is a quote from uh, one of the sergeants involved. Said our hats off to her as a survivor. Whatever else is going on in her life, her ability to survive in undoubtedly difficult circumstances is remarkable. We want to be clear that while many people might choose to not live in the circumstances and conditions this woman did, she did nothing against the law, and in the future she might choose to return to the same area. Wow. Well, if she had her dish anywhere with her, then it makes sense why she would yeah. be okay it, up it, there. It <laughs> says that she may be suffering from some uh, some sort of mental illness. No. But, uh, but a lot of people <laughs> suffer from mental illness. That doesn't mean, you know, it, it could mean anything. I, I mean, suffer from living, mental illness. Living the entire winter in a tent? Since November. Yeah. That's, I mean, uh, how, how long would you make it, Gordon? How many hours? In a tent in November up, up, up Dam in Fort Canyon before you call in the family chopper. Well, look. Uh, <laughs> I'm calling it 48 like, minutes under, like, over like, under. I'm telling you, I like a nice salad now and again, but I'm not eating grass and moss. <laughs> Was he chewing that off a rock? Where, I don't know. Where do you get moss? When you get, I think it, my approach to eating moss would be to slurp and forget. That would be my approach. No chewing involved. What are you drinking? There's water in the moss. Right. I mean, are you drinking from the stream? I mean, that that could create all kinds of problems, right? Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. I, I'll tell you what I am doing, not what she's doing. Yeah, I like I, having a house. That's. Uh, I mean, I've heard people who have tried to be uh, outdoor enthusiasts, but uh, you know, pitching a tent, a tent, and living in it in November. Now, if maybe that, try it in June. If I tried to do that. I'll tell you what would be yeah. happening. And <laughs> if I wanted to be away from everybody, well, I'd probably be living in a luxury hotel. Uh, I, I, I'd go ahead and, and build my campsite, and then I might visit on occasion. But I'd probably order out. Gordon's <laughs> idea of roughing it is the the Grand America on a weekend special. That's Gordon's uh, idea of roughing it. But I mentioned the dish anywhere. If said woman had had her dish anywhere, Ryan, at the Dish Professionals, yeah. she'd be fine. She'd have all her shows yeah, and everything right there for her. She could watch everything. You know, that, uh, that is a really cool feature that uh, really is second to none with you compare to the other providers. Dish actually gives you full access to your DVR. Record, your DVR. So it connects back to your DVR. So essentially you get everything you can watch at home on the app. Um, I took it to Costa Rica when I went on oh, the vacation really? and mm. used it down there. It, uh, um, obviously, to the phone, you can do But One thing that's unique is you can take the Amazon Fire Stick, and, and it, you just open the Dish app in the Fire Stick. It'll connect back to your receiver, and then you can plug it into a TV, and uh, that becomes extremely useful. You can use it for, like, you know, that extra TV on your back patio or workout room, or you can use it when you actually travel. And uh, you know, catch the catch the games. So Gordon so, couldn't so, wouldn't miss Antique Road Trip. See, he's, no. I'm, I'm I'm asking for a friend. 
Okay. Let's say that uh, a certain person <laughs> wanted to like buy a yacht. Oh my and, gosh. And, and wanted to watch their TV. Let's should, say another yacht. Should yeah. they should they set up that uh, system at home and then do what you just suggested, or should they go ahead and put the system, the you main need system, to have on the Wi-Fi yacht? on the yacht? That would be the, the problem. But, yeah, if you had, a, if you had a, a Wi-Fi system on the yacht that was decent, and then, yeah, the sky's the limit, whatever you want you to ever, watch. You ever thought about doing that, Ryan? Every day. Have you ever day. thought about buying Napoleon's dirty handkerchief? <laughs> no. Um, no. No. Okay. I never thought about that part. Well, uh, if you uh, won the $1,000 grand prize drawing, it could go towards uh, per- purchasing that <laughs> uh, hanky. But if they call today, 801-424-DISH, and sign up, they get $100 cash back, and they're entered into that grand prize drawing of $1,000. What are their odds right now to win that? Um, I can't tell you exactly, but I could tell you it's uh, – um, you know, maybe a, a small uh, church group or something. If you yeah, did a drawing and something like that, this kind of gets kind of relative or something. Okay, your odds are really good. I mean, you're not uh, you're you're not uh, one in a million, not lottery. But this is a you know this is a really rare thing for us to do. It came from the dish executives. They basically said, hey, instead of taking a thousand dollars and spending it on some kind of other advertising, let's use it as an advertising gimmick on the radio and you can give away a thousand dollars to a customer and then they also help with the assistance of the hundred dollars which is what if you sign up today you get a hundred bucks cash back and then they have the current promotion which is you get the nest iq cam which is three hundred dollar hd indoor security camera this thing is super legit and uh, that's integrated with the hopper so you can view the footage on your tv and i'll tell you i got kids this is the coolest thing because it solves those arguments where the little brother goes up smacks the big brother and then the big (laughs) brother smacks the little brother little brother goes well i just got beat up and I can go pull up the camera and say, oh, well, I just see what just happened. <laughs> King Solomon wishes he had a, a nest uh, You know, I IQ hadn't even camera. thought of that, but that's a, that's a great oh. advantage. Yeah, isn't it that? works. It works really The well. eye in the sky never lies. It yeah, works that's really exactly well. 801-424-DISH, $100 cash back for signing up today. Entered into that grand prize, $1,000 drawing, and the free Google Nest IQ security camera comes with the package. Ryan, we'll do this a couple more times before we head out of here today. Yeah, call now. Don't uh, don't wait. If you missed today, you don't miss the uh, thousand bucks and the hundred. You know, I'm thinking that uh, that incident when my one daughter threw a shoe at my other daughter and it went through the door or into the door. <laughs> I could have got, I could have had all video evidence. Yeah, you could have gone uh, Judge Judy right there at the family table with the security cam. Yeah. I like it. Eight zero one four two four dish. Eight zero one four two four dish. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks. David, or excuse me, Craig Bowlerjack, the TV play-by-play voice of the Jazz, is next. We're way late, as usual, for Bowler here on The Zone.